Controlled Chaos with your hosts, Liz and Allie. I'm Liz, the writer. And I'm Allie, the publicist. We are your quintessential 40-something besties who dive headfirst into all things pop culture. Think motherhood, relationships, hot stories taking over your newsfeed, and of course, the latest gripping true crime mysteries. This is Controlled Chaos, your much-needed weekly pop culture juice. Drink up! up. Hey guys, this is Allie and Liz, and we're back with another episode of Control Chaos. Today's episode is one that Liz and I have been obsessing about, literally obsessing about. It has been going on actually for about a decade. Um, however, crazy. It's really crazy. I, we I'll, haven't been obsessing that long. We've only been obsessing like the past couple months. <laughs> no, not for 10 years for sure. But yeah. it did start making the rounds on TV crime shows. I would say like maybe a couple of years ago, three years ago when, when everyone started getting convicted. Anyway, we'll keep you out of the suspense. We're talking about Dan Markell and the Adelson family. If this isn't ringing a bell, then I'm not sure how you got here because we would imagine that you were <laughs> yeah, come on. What, what's going on with your, with your algorithms. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the gist of it is as the Adelsons are this kind of upper middle class family in Miami, their daughter, Wendy was married to Dan Markell, a prominent, you know, FSU law professor. They had a picture perfect marriage. Everything looked to be going great, had a nasty divorce. Um, and then he was shot point blank dead in his garage. Um, um, find out later that it was by hitmen, and then we find out even later that the family was behind it. And now it's all starting to unravel like you wouldn't believe. Uh, the son, Charlie, was just sentenced this week, just two days ago, to life in prison. And there's stuff coming out even more about the mom, about does Wendy, the ex-wife, know? That's all up in the air. But I mean, Allie and I were talking about how it takes 10 years to make sure you don't mess up a case like this up because they needed to take their time to make sure they nailed this family, you guys. And this family needed to go down. Right. Am I right? (laughs) Well said. I mean, we were wondering, we're like, why? He got shot July 19th, 2014. It is nearly 2024. His poor family. But Fold, you're absolutely right. The and this was actually good police work, in my opinion, is that they've been listening. They've been listening. They've heard that's, you know what? That's nice. Cause I do think sometimes there's shoddy police work and the yep. cases get messed shoddy up. And cases, this was, yep. this was not the case. I mean, this, and this sort of made me think like how many, how many hitmen cases are there out there where it doesn't go solved ever or the, or the people, real people behind it are never brought to justice. And this time yeah. it's really going down. I mean, you guys, the mom and the husband, Donna and Harvey were on their way to Vietnam, one-way tickets, okay, <laughs> to a country they can't be extradited back, one-way ticket, this, like, very white couple going to Vietnam without a return ticket, like, no, and she got busted there, and, like, you just told me, why don't you find, I didn't know that information, so fill it in about how that was yeah. So, so now in 2023, right, we're sitting here where Donna and Harvey's son, Charlie, just like Fold said, is uh, now going to be in jail for life, right? But we know that the whole family was behind this. So talk about just fucking dumbasses. And Donna Adelson, the mom. Above the law. Above the law, right? And it's that narcissistic control. It's the whole family. And we'll get into that a little deeper about how these kids were raised. But there's an affidavit where the reason they actually picked her up at the airport was not because they had any evidence. Because by the way, this whole case is based on circumstantial evidence. This case is not based on the actual real DNA or evidence like that, that she was having jail calls from after, uh, from after Charlie Adelson's guilty verdict included multiple calls in which Donna Adelson is telling Charles Adelson that she is getting things in order, creating trusts and making sure her grandchildren are taken care of. Donna discusses plans for suicide, but also discusses plans to flee to a non-extradition country, meaning Vietnam. All in recorded line, you guys. 
which is kind of funny. I'm contemplating suicide or fleeing the country. Hmm. That just shows you right there, like people who commit suicide are deeply like mentally disturbed and they're having a lot of mental problems. She's just doing that because she didn't know another way out. She, because she just big fat did it. Um, and this right. lady never <laughs> thought they would be ever, ever. You guys have to look back in this case and see like Charlie be just, I hate to be, he was just a cliche, right? Like this just sort of like arrogant, pompous, yeah. get on my boats, drive my Ferrari. I'm the successful dentist with my dad. I can't be touched. I'm invincible. Sure. I'm So he, like, here's the linchpin. Let me just tell you the linchpin. He was dating or like sleeping with this guy who was apparently a big player sleeping with this girl, um, Catherine. Okay. Catherine's baby daddy was one of the hitmen. So there's the piece that pulls it together. That's how this whole, that's how the Adelsons and the Hitmen came together, okay? They put Catherine on payroll. That's how they're paying her through the dentist payroll system to like keep it on the books and legit. I mean, this family is just like off the reservation as far as like morals. There are no morals. They don't morals, care to no get moral. what they want. The, the theme of this family is they will do anything to get what they want. And what they wanted in this case, in, in case you didn't know, which is just really basic divorce stuff. After the Nazi divorce, they wanted Wendy and the kids to be able to move back to Miami with them. That is truly the root of why they just lost their marbles. Okay. They wanted their, and you know, rightfully so, Dan Markell wants his kids to be where he lives, right? Where he's a professor. So you're like, no, Dan, we don't want that. Boom, you're dead. That's what happened. But it, it, the bigger long roots of it is like their just need for control. They are very weird and competitive and it goes back really far. And I'm sure, well, you can speak a little bit about that. I mean, we can go further into that. Yeah. And I think what's even crazier too is, you know, yes, it did go from like, you know, we want our whole family to be down there. And the next thing we know, he's being shot. But she also uh, in emails, there's all these emails that they uncovered over the years where she basically said that they would be willing to pay Dan a million dollars to let their kids and the wife relocate. He said no to that, which is also good kind of him. Crazy, but, but good for him. right? I, I, I mean, and no, I agree. I, mean, I would have said yes, but like, I don't. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. You guys I'm not selling my children away. I just mean like that's still move to Miami, Dan. I don't know. Get a professor job at UM. Like, but the desperation, a million dollars. No, it's true. The yeah. I mean, maybe he right? knew, but maybe he knew how crazy they were, which is why he didn't want to move near them. I don't and, one bit. And yeah. and then the other thing that they tried to do was then they were like, well, we're gonna expose or convert the kids to some other, you know, Catholicism or christianity because he was such like a hardcore conservative uh, jew conservative yeah jew, um which goes back to also let's let's rewind a little bit to talk about the family because how do you make um a, how do you create a a family unit with children that are capable as a unit to do something like this and the, to think that, that, that this is something that is actually okay and that they can get away with it did they actually think they were going to get away with it so we, let's fast let's let's rewind a little bit donna raise these children. She calls herself a domestic coordinator, which already that just screams. God, I'm better than so a crazy. homeschooler. I'm better than all of you. Domestic coordinator. It's like, yeah. you know, ridiculous. So she homeschooled the kids. Let's just say it like that, uh, which means full control, right? These kids love their parents very close, but there was a third kid there. So there was Charlie, there was Rob, the oldest, and then there was Wendy. And Wendy's the one that ma married Dan and uh, this all ensued. Rob, uh, all the family was raised Jewish. Rob ends up being with a woman that is not Jewish. Wish. parents tell them uh that they will disown him that they will not be a part of his Think life about the family yeah there's such good parents that Tala takes as a man telling his kid, his parents that he's fallen in love with another woman uh, and that he, she's not Jewish. And that's, oh, I disown you. Sorry. So he then ends up marrying somebody that was Jewish for a hot minute because I guess he was so conflicted because any kid would be right. No matter your age, your parents 
play a pivotal they role. They put their claws deep them. in these kids, which is obvious. They put their claws deep in the, they wanted, these kids wanted to please their parents. Yep. Yes. So, so then he decides that, you know, that's not the right thing for him. Lo and behold, ends up back with us. Thank God this woman took him back. And now he's married with kids, doesn't live anywhere near Florida. Uh, barely he's out of the family. Parents. I think, I think this time uh-huh. his choice. Yeah, um, for sure. And I think now seeing all this unravel, he's. Yeah, I'm sure he's like, wow, really got, got that right. I mean, his yeah, parents I, are all. I can't imagine well he was that shocked as a son. Can you like. I can't no, I, but it. I mean, I think, yeah, I mean, I hope he's shocked. I mean, I don't know. I mean, you can know your family's crazy, but do you think they're capable of this? You know, like, I mean, that's what we were talking about earlier, Fold. It's just like what people are capable of. You know, we've talked about even like, you know, we're both married with children now. We have young kids and you, you could we're be happy. A very am- like, happy. You could be an amicable ma- marriage and yeah. then divorce comes up and people flip their shit. They completely do a 180 on you and become someone else. And they like threaten to take the kids and all this stuff happens when someone's really threatened and really like how far will they go? Which has kind of been the case here, except with the Adelson, even more, they're just so, they just want to control truly everything. I wonder too, like had the divorce not gotten so nasty between Dan and uh, Wendy, had that not been so nasty, maybe there would have been like, a, there would have been no murder. Like maybe that wouldn't have I been. I don't know. That's a really good point. And I don't even know really why it got so, I mean, we don't really know why it got so nasty, but that's kind of the point, right? You can be in this fine marriage and we don't know how their marriage really was, who knows, but you could be in a decent marriage and then just like, I mean, people, it really just, I mean, we've seen it a million times all over the place. It goes the other way with seemingly normal people. I'm not so we, you have to be abnormal to have a nasty marriage, right, but and, like, and everybody just turn on a dime. People's emotions. And I think that's like what you need to understand with kind of everyone but with Adelson's they turned but I agree with you we talked about this I'm not sure this is like a nap with them I think they really are this very like calculated yeah it was just a moment that was waiting they just yeah like they're a very calculated bad kind of controlling family uh with bad intentions if I'm being I mean like in my opinion I I don't think this is just like a one-off like I mean the murder obviously is but they they they're bad news and you know talking about that you know we do know a little bit about their marriage Dan and Wendy based on like some interviews of their friends, uh, interviews from, you know, former, like well, from his parents and just from other people that have, have been around them. And it seemed that their marriage was really lovely in the beginning on the outside, that they had this like really strong, passionate love for each other. Um, but then as they got, you know, more situated in Tallahassee, as they decided to get married, have children, from what it sounds like, Wendy had to take a little bit of a backseat as a mom. She couldn't pursue her career as an attorney and whatever else road she wanted to go down with that. He, it was really him who was the breadwinner and he was the one that was really like, you know, leading sort of, he he was the, he was the type He was a. in control, which the Adelsons control. don't like. It, you know, there you go. That. He was in control and she kind of was stuck as like Susie Homemaker at home. And I think that was starting to become a problem. And yeah. we know that Wendy is not normal because also from a boyfriend that she had after she dated, after she divorced Dan and all this, yeah. actually before this actually went down the murder, but after they got divorced, even her ex-boyfriend now has come out saying that she just had this very very adolescent way about her and very manipulative way about her. And she could just like put on an act and be like beautiful Wendy and just people pleaser. And then like behind closed doors, kind of be a different person. And we see that too. in in the way that she divorced Dan, he got home from a business trip and you know that you're not a normal human being and that things have gotten so toxic when you have the ability to not only take half the furniture out of the home of your family and flee with your children, but leave divorce papers sitting on a bed for your husband to come home 
to. That's how she tells them. So you can That's already really how unhinged that they were. And there's some other signs that we don't have to go to. And where she got that, you guys, she models Donna's, her mother's behavior right. so much. Pattern. I mean, Donna, Donna is just someone from the outside wants to see that she's got this picture perfect life. Everything's in control. And, and wow. I, think we I mean, saw this, if we look back at even their wedding, they had this picture perfect wedding in South Florida. And we all know from just the interviews we've listened to that Dan was raised kosher. He was raised as a conservative Jew, it sounds like. And the wedding needed to be kosher. And lo and behold, all these guests start arriving, the rabbi, everybody, the food's not kosher. Everything kind of like falls apart. And they like, she did pulled that like at the last minute without telling him, well, right? We found out Donna, the mom was in charge yeah. of hearing. Yeah. So, and they're Jewish. Donna and the family, the Adelsons are Jewish. I mean, Adelson. Yeah, it's, we, can't be I think it's again, just to show something. that like, we're going to decide what's best here. Like, what even if, want, even right? if they're like, okay with like, yeah, like you said, they're both Jewish. Like, what do you care? But like, they need to be the one to make decisions. I mean, and I could like little levels like that to the darkest levels you can think of. I mean, that's this family's prerogative. I mean, it is. So, okay. So lo and behold, we've got this crazy murder case. We've got these hitmen. We've discovered the relationship of the hitman. Now technology played a role in this case because uh, back let's say three, four years ago, when this case started coming out in the news, they'd only started making the arrests of the two hitmen. And then this woman, Catherine, who was sort of like the middleman and facilitated it all right. But she was in it for the money. She didn't care about what was going on. She wanted money. She, she was had, in it for the and, money. Yeah. Her, she was on the payroll, you guys. The dentist had her on the payroll. I don't know if I mentioned that already, but she's on the payroll. So it just was very like, don't play dumb. This whole family, you yeah. know who's on the payroll. You're all like, oh, what's Catherine do here? I mean, come on. And they she was knew. driving around an old Lexus that was under Harvey's name. And okay, so you've got this, this mom, Donna, this husband, Harvey, you've got Wendy and you've got Charlie. Okay. So right now we're at a stage where Charlie just got convicted a few months ago and now he's in jail for life. Donna now, because of her dumbass uh, tell all on her uh, jail call, tells her son that she wants to escape or commit suicide. They catch her at the airport. Makes no sense right that she would be fleeing like that why how guilty that's also such a sign of guilt like one-way ticket to vietnam ridiculous and um and then the reason charlie was finally arrested because catherine and the two hitmen have been arrested for a few years now and in jail so he just got, finally got put in on trial and convicted because the technology uh was got much better and the recording that they had of him and catherine at a restaurant talking about the details wasn't decipherable a few years ago and now they were what able happens to in 10 years guys technology I mean, and i think it's really interesting to note like you know these people this family who never thought they were going to get caught in the first place like just because you weren't caught in two years three years four years five years like these cases keep going they're never really closed so and like well, the cases are no big, longer cold yeah they're not and it's like kind of like they probably were breathing this big sigh of relief like all this time's gone by it's not going to happen and then you know i mentioned this to fold earlier i thought this was interesting too so Catherine, who we were talking about the linchpin when she was originally on trial she she was kind of just like saying that she had nothing to do with it or like kind of trying to like, she was trying to make sure her hut or I'm sorry, her, I don't know if they're actually married, but her baby no, daddy so didn't good. go down. Right. Like this is a father for kids, the hitman, one of the hitmen. So she's trying to protect him. And then later after that all happens and they realize he's going to go down and she's going to go down too. They're like, you know what? Work with us. What was really happening here? Who's really behind it? She finally spills the truth, which is Charlie, blah, blah, blah. But I was thinking since she lied on the stand and committed perjury, is this going to hurt the case? Is Charlie, because Charlie's lawyer like 
took that and ran with it like he should have, right? Charlie's lawyer was like, she's lying. She's lying now, blah, blah, blah. But she's basically said on the stand, like, no, I lied before to protect the father of my kids. But, and you know, it ended up obviously not working. Charlie went to jail, but I thought that was really, I wasn't sure where that was going to go. Like we knew that Catherine was lying the first time. If you lie on the stand, that can be, you know, kind of this, well, can be bad for this. You no one's, no one's going to trust you from there on. But... The jury can really have a, part, right. a field day with that, you know? The other funny but thing. She came clean. She came clean. And there was a, it was a I mean, we assume she came clean, although because during Charlie's uh, case, they were saying basically how they were trying to extort him for a million dollars. And that's why Charlie was. Yeah, that being, whole twist. Yeah, which that was, was that uh, was Charlie's defense, which was so bad, actually. Very creative, opinion. creative, creative. But like, I don't know. It seemed a little far-fetched, in my opinion. I mean, I think it's far-fetched that they offered da- Dan Markell a million dollars. That's true. I this mean, whole thing is so far-fetched, and who not, knows what's real? Who, who even knows what's real? But the, I think, like, the craziest part about all this is Wendy's still out there. She's still walking around, and I think she's one of the most dangerous of all because it sounds like she can just flip it on and flip it off, and she can be- really- She's, like, the puppet master a little bit. Like, she called, was like, I need this to happen, and- Brother you know, Charlie jumps in. Right, what's Charlie it? jumps Charlie, in. Charlie's in jail for life right now, and he- forever and he this didn't even have anything to do with him he literally was just chilling having a good life banging girls in miami he was just doing banging and boats and living the high i know he's probably really kicking himself for being so close to his sister although you remember that boyfriend said something that charlie was always like charlie always said he was going to kill him again control Control. he didn't like the control that he was losing these guys have never done nothing's ever not gone their way they don't like when there's no they don't have any speed bumps or hurdles this is a very like things go my way family i mean no empathy for others and that's probably why he jumped in he's like oh no one's gonna tell my no one's gonna tell my sister what she can't do and look what it cost him by getting involved the way he did so a lot of people are life. saying and there's been some articles written even some people in support of donna that have come out as her friend that have written like byline opinion articles in like the local tallahassee papers basically like calling out how messy the murder was and if you think about it so the two hitmen rented a car under their name they're on all these surveillance cameras they even like did something jacked up to the car and had to fix it but anyway there was completely easy evidence to find these guys right away and then it was just trying right. to get the dots so that's messy to begin with now we know charlie was kind of trying to talk in code with like donna and Catherine on phone calls and like using different names and aliases to like basically hide what they were trying to say but at the end of the day like why are you even talking on the phone anyway and then you think oh i'm gonna go meet her the same woman that's essentially being talked about by police right now and could go to jail i'm gonna go meet Catherine at a restaurant and talk to her why would you bridge that connection yeah, I know. Her and show that you're not yeah, any- that not was very the, weird the paper trail. Seen, yeah yeah the, it's the, like that they wanted classes. to get caught but it, i mean they just again i think they're above the law charlie is recorded saying like oh well if they knew if they knew anything i'd be out of here you know just like oh i can out i can outsmart them that's right. their emails that donna used to send like they won't get the best of the adelsons like it's just like they know better they're gonna outsmart whoever it is and i personally love when a family or anyone like that gets bit in the ass right oh, just- it's the best <laughs> it's revenge but it's you know you start thinking about like how do people develop these types of behaviors like why is donna the way she is why are her kids the way she is i mean they're they're a product of they're her. that way because of her but where did hers root from her parents i agree it's like where does it start where does or where does it yeah what's like the where does where are the origins where are the roots and narcissism usually stems from two different ways one is that you are neglected potentially abused growing up and and you you end up having this like very controlling i can do anything i'm better than everyone you kind of lack empathy so that's one way and then the other way because there's no empathy for you or you were coddled correct or you were coddled that is number two and in this case her kids seemed like they were unbelievably coddled they could do no wrong 
right? They got everything they wanted. And while they didn't grow up wealthy, it sounded like from some of the interviews I listened to sometime around maybe their high school days, um, a tennis court was built in their backyard and all of a sudden they were going on more vacations. So they built a family business up really well. And they grew up not wealthy, but they had, they didn't have like money issues, you know, like, but man, it sounds like from the interviews too, that Donna was desperate for her daughter, Wendy to, to get married. And she was the one that pushed her to go on J-Date. And she was the one that pushed her to go on the date. She's so funny. I mean, it's not like this girl, in my opinion, was going to have any problem. I mean, she's a pretty girl, a lot going for. I'm not sure like why, like she she was going to have no problems like with courtship, in my opinion. I mean, like she's, everyone says she's outgoing and great, although we we realized she was a little bit there's a facade there. But from the outside, she seems like this very smart, great personality, fun-loving, yep. pretty girl. So, And a lot of times she's pushing pushes, there's a money issue involved, meaning like maybe, you know, we see like a husband or a wife murder the other spouse because there's a life insurance plan. And by the way, I listened to something recently. There was a life insurance plan and she is getting a nice hunk of money from that. I mean, depending on what happens. or from she Dan has- Markell's life insurance? Correct. So I was unaware of that. I found that out early. Interesting. Uh, but I don't think that was the motive. No, but usually that is the motive in these types of cases, you know? Usually and- it's money. In this case, is, you're right. In this case, it's actually not. It is control and just like you're not She's getting the there. best of us. It's rare. I think that's why this it case is rare. so many people. You're right. Because, right. Because you're saying so much- this because I kind of like, I'm all of a sudden like glass is shattering in my head. In most cases, it is about getting money it's and, or, or, or revenge. Yeah. And I don't even think this was like revenge even as much. Just like you won't get the better of us. Or no in what. the case of, remember that, um, there was a doco, I think it was called the the American Murder Next Door. Remember the man that um, murdered his pregnant wife and the two kids and horrifically- Oh my God, and like they, a, they put them in like those oil can. No, that was like- But so fish. his was motivated by, he felt trapped and he had- was in love with another woman. So that yeah, was but that's money related. But I feel like those are kind of- That, that, that guy's gotta be like a psychopath. Like the ability to do that, to kill mm. your kids in the way he did and like put the, I mean, I honestly, I can't say it out loud. It was so, we, I don't want to get too off topic, but that is truly one of the most horrific cases I've ever heard. Like it you really have to is. have something dead in your soul to do that to well, like and your and own it's another, children. It's another case too, where no signs growing up, like the Adelson's no, community members, the kids never, did anything real wacky maybe you know like we were saying charlie was just like a player kind of you know typical miami well, a lot of guys like charlie in miami are all over the country all over the world i mean there's a, charlie's like a dime a dozen especially in south florida i mean we can say that yep. design i both are, yep, live there she's from there and i lived there for years there's a ton That's of charlies around them. guys i mean a lot of charlies i might have partied with charlie i have no idea exactly we party with plenty of charlies i know charlie i know charlie's type okay but i did not know charlie's type was capable of this but like that just like that uh, ego of like just nothing can touch me. I mean, I might have been to, to Harvey Adelson for Perry O'Donnell's visit. I have no idea. I've lived here for so long. Like better I don't check your, better check those feelings fold. Yeah, she's a native. <laughs> she's a native. So Ali may have gone. Who knows, you guys? She may have gone to this dentist. But the point is, is this was a very dark, twisted family, and they're getting bit in the ass. And I, yeah. for one, am happy about it. We're very happy. So next up is Donna. She is now sitting in jail. She has gone through some various uh, reviews internally to see if she's psychotic or having a psychotic break. And lo and behold, they've discovered she isn't psychotic. She's just a fucking bitch. She's just like to. a problem. She's just a problem. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and so she's, you know, complaining. I mean, the the recent, the, the control and narcissism, the just lack of white privilege, I want to even say. It's like disgusting. No, that's exactly what it is. I have to eat food with my hands. Like, look at what they're making. You're in jail. Okay. You're so, in jail. I mean- <laughs> it reminds me of like, um, I think, 
think that uh, uh, what was the one with Jeffrey Epstein? Um, what was the woman's name? Um, that uh, was his the one he was with for all those yeah, years. Yeah, she's she's doing the same stuff in jail right now. She's talking about. Yeah. Like, no, I mean, she lived like the life of luxury. And, yeah, she yeah. she did live a life. Good, of good. I hope these people have to eat moldy stuff forever. I know, me too. At the very least, I, it's almost, and I don't even yeah. want like death penalty for these people. That's too easy, and I want them to be like harassed. I, I feel the same way. Maybe that should be a topic for another podcast because it means a definitely a different Justice. type of podcast. But I kind of feel the same way about the death penalty. In my opinion, getting off easy, make them stay agree. in jail and just like live an awful life because that's what you—that's worse. In my opinion, that's way worse than death. I know, I agree, especially those types of cases where someone was tortured. In this case, Dan was shot point blank. I mean, hopefully he wasn't—you know—he didn't feel a lot of pain and. No, I mean, you didn't, but it was still just like, come on, you get what you, you did it. You did this. You ruined a life. You ruined, I mean, these kids don't have a father, Wendy's children. I mean, the whole thing is just, well, you so know we're what? curious to see what's going to happen with yeah. Donna next, you guys. We don't really know yet. She's being held. She's not had her trial yet, but I think they're going to throw the book at her. That's what I think. And then, I mean, it feels weird if Charlie was convicted for life, how she could not be. And then it's Harvey needs to follow suit. I mean, we know he's a part of and it. And then Wendy is the big question mark, guys. And what are they going to do with Wendy? Is Wendy next? I mean, I know you know what you know I'm what saying. Wendy is already we know that she has claimed that her husband was her ex-husband Dan late husband was emotionally abusive controlling she's thrown all sorts of horrific things toward him and listen maybe he was a little controlling and had you know a temper or something like that we like you said earlier we don't really know what went behind closed doors other than what we've heard in interviews and and from their friends and family but at the end of the day she's gonna get it if she ends up going on trial and gets convicted the stuff that her team is gonna come up with against him it's I feel so bad for his parents that they're gonna have to sit through hearing just things so bad for these kids are not gonna be true I know when the kids, the kids are I probably- I mean, she goes like, to jail for her life. Kids are and, and probably like, murdered. How old are they? Take, they're got to be like 10 or something there. Yeah, they're not, they're, they're, they're you know minors. Going, yeah, they know what's going on. I mean, on. you know, I mean, I enough to, old enough to know what's going on, but not old enough to live on their own. Mm. One of their dad's dead and their mom right now, she's okay, but who knows what's going to happen there. I mean, I feel really bad for that. I predict- Grandma's in jail. Yeah. I, I predict they're going to be in jail. These kids are going to have to either go to, hopefully Dan's grandparents, Dan, Dan's parents, which they became estranged from the kids because- they well, had no relationship with by the way like second this murder happened the second wendy was in a car with the kids never came back to tallahassee she left those those four parents of dan markel that literally had these two adorable sons or grandsons pretty obvious to me it's kind of on the same Mm -hmm. as like vietnam she knew she knew i think i think it's going to be found out about her you guys i really think that she's next but right now we know charlie's got going down donna's about to go down and i think did you know that that wendy also wrote a book during their i think it was yeah so the divorce where she's a son, it's yes. like a fictional character based on her and one yeah. of her claims and like of some of his friends claims was that like and I think this part probably was part of the problem and and what what fueled her to think that going to murder or even offering a million dollars was like a normal thing to do because she felt so stifled by him she felt like she couldn't like he didn't even want to read her book apparently he never even looked at it because he thought that it was just so below him he doesn't sound like he's the nicest guy but come no, on I mean he doesn't murder he somebody doesn't all, but but like did he deserve this outcome i mean what he does think so nope. yeah unless you killed but, someone then i yeah, say i don't think yeah. he there he sounded like i mean i'm not saying i'm a huge dan mark hell fan but i don't think this out this outcome was bad and i just think the family this family just needs to go down and it's happening so so I'm bring down adelson's that's what we want to see um it's yes very, we'll see what happens next 
we know there's going to be some sort of movie at it on this, you know, in years to come or and many, many more documentaries. If not, I don't even think there's been a documentary yet, which I can't wait to learn about Donna's upbringing, who she was. Yeah, I'd like to know more about her background, right? what made her that way. And like, yeah, I'm really interested. I want to hear about Rob too. And I want to hear more from him. Oh yeah, Rob. Why was he the lucky egg that was Rob like- wants to stay far away from this. <laughs> Why was he he the egg that knew to to go, you know, that this wasn't the right family, that something was off? I don't know, but I think we need to, I would love to learn more about Rob. And then Harvey, just silent, silent one, right? Harvey, nobody talks about Harvey, the the husband who's the Lexus's car is under her that Catherine's driving around. Yeah, Harvey's going to be added to His company's paying Harvey's payroll. Yeah, has to. It's all going down. So guys, this was our little uh, conversation around the Adelson and the Dan Markell murder. It's just a fascinating, horrific, twisted tale of deception and murder. We're going to see tons of movies. Who's going to play Wendy? Who's going to play Donna? We're going to find out all sorts of crazy things. I hope we, I know Fold and I both hope that Wendy gets convicted because she deserves it. There's no way she didn't know about this. I give me a break. This is, yeah, I think she, that family was so close knit. There's just no way. They all know. Yeah. And uh, next week we don't, maybe we'll switch topics and give you something a little lighter. We like to mix it up, but you know, we do. But I will say there's two cases we do need to attack at some point. One is the Gabby Petito case. Oh, my favorite. And another one is because he came out just a few weeks ago saying he finally did it was that Yaron Vandersloot and Natalie Holloway. Oh, that. I don't know if you remember old. That murder happened when we were working together in in my very first job out of college. 20 years ago. Yeah. And no one wants to go to Aruba. I know. So he just finally admitted the truth after all these years. And talk about a family that fought for their daughter and went up on. The whole thing is so, so terrifying and sad. Yeah. So so maybe those will be next, but we'll, we'll keep you guys on your toes with our topics. And we really appreciate you listening. Yeah. We appreciate you and thank you for being here and we'll see you on the next episode of. Control Chaos. (laughs) 